5: Hello and welcome to the Guna back again with you guys for another episode of what is our TGT phone-in show. Uh, we've done these fairly regularly actually across the uh, the January transfer. And I think this might be our third one and that might not seem and sound regular but trust me for this channel that is fairly regular. Uh, but what we have been doing is we've been doing these of course around the January transfer window um, with the reaction show to the Leandro Trossard news and of course with our Next signing, uh, we didn't do one for Kivio, um, but we are doing one for Jorginho, who has been announced as a brand new Arsenal player, signed on an 18-month contract with the year to extend for a fee in the region of £12 million. That has £10 million of that as a guaranteed fixed fee. Uh, It is a deal that has divided Arsenal fans online and certainly has caught the attention of, I think, the wider footballing community is an interesting move uh, that has both drawn both criticism and praise. And so in our uh, phone-in shows, and I'm going to explain the rules of this very, very shortly, uh, what I like to do is obviously get kind of varying opinions, of course. But I know that there are a lot of people that aren't happy about this, aren't happy about Edu, aren't happy about Arsenal. And I kind of want to hear from that side of things. I do really want to hear from people who've got criticisms. I have gone back and forth on this. Um, what I'll tell you to do is if you want to get involved in the phone and show, is the link is in the description. If you have joined or you've been waiting, you may need to refresh your screen to see where that link is. I'll post it in the chat box as well shortly too. Um, so if you want to come on, uh, here are the rules. You need to be 18 or over is the first rule. Um, you need to have a webcam. Uh, you need to... Uh, have a quiet place to record uh we've had people tune in from some mad places in the past so yes please do make sure that you are in a quiet place with a good internet um and that's how you can get involved uh so yes and once you are uh in our live chat there's like a private chat on the right hand side of the screen which you can use uh to let us know that you're here and also if you can give some background on the position that you have on the player as well that would be really helpful for me introducing you um We're going to get on with that shortly. As I say, I want to give you kind of a bit of a background on how I feel about Jorginho. So you guys kind of know the the context of things. So, um, yes, at first, as I explained when I was on with Harry Simeu earlier on, I was, it's fair to say, shocked, a little bit disappointed with the whole situation. And then I slept on it. And this morning, I am feeling more reflective about it. And certainly in a position where I think that it makes sense in my mind why we've done this. And I can see the uh, the positive side of this deal. But I know for many that that isn't the case. And so I do indeed want to hear from people that are not particularly pleased uh, with this situation. I want to voice their thoughts on this. We're going to start off uh, with good friend of the show, Pablo. Pablo, how are you doing, my friend? You good? You well? Hey, Tom, how's it going? You good? Yeah, very good. Thank you, mate. Very good indeed. Uh, as good as I can be on, on a deadline day, I've been busy as hell. I've been right, I've been up six six a.m. Of course, there was no 8 a.m. show today because I've been working since six. But uh yes, I I'm feeling all right. How are you feeling about this this deal? Uh about a fellow Brazilian, of course, plays for Italy, but uh has got his Brazilian descent, it's important to remember. Yeah, I'm
6: not <laughs> as excited as I was about Martinelli's you see sort of Gabis and every Gabby you can think of. Um, to be honest with you, I actually look at this as a bit of a panic pie. Okay. Yeah. Um, reason being is, is obviously we had our targets that we went for, yeah. Um, mm. couldn't get them for one reason or another, obviously outpriced, and then Chelsea coming with ridiculous like sort of fees and stuff. So, for whatever reason, we wasn't able to get our main targets. And I think we left it so late on in the window that mm. I know people are saying, Oh, yeah, but um, Arteta has always wanted um, Jorginho to come over, yeah, maybe two years ago, yeah. Um, it's almost like I don't know, it's almost like you are getting a an iPhone one instead of getting the new one or six, whatever it is. Oh, yeah? that is <laughs> it, it is though. It's like you sort of the problem is they kind of built you up. There's almost like you make a Christmas list, yeah, and you mm. put your new iPhone down and then all of a sudden your parents come in with three year old iPhone. Yeah, it's gonna disappoint you. And that's how I feel at the moment. I understand that he can be he can be good for us, yeah. <laughs> in case yeah, part, yeah. this is hurting me this is hurting me tom yeah.
5: uh, <laughs> i just can't believe you described but, him as an iphone one It's like, I mean, that, that, that sort Christmas, of disappointment uh, i've got
6: anyway <laughs> okay
5: uh, you've contextualized this let let me kind of put a question to you then um the obvious places to go is the what you what did you want to see happen uh, realistically
6: uh, someone a bit more in the profile that we've been going for recently I know we can't just keep going for younger players but someone is, at least in their prime um, yeah. sort of trying to you know just in case because the way I look at it I know that Partey is the main player yeah mm. and he might not get injured and Jorginho might not play again for the rest of the season yeah um, but if he does get injured then the person that we have to rely on is Jorginho and I just don't think he's the right person um, I don't know. Someone may be a bit more younger, mobile, more athletic. I mean, the thought of him and Shaka playing centre mid together, I reckon I'll be able to run past him. Yeah, that's how slow it would be. <laughs> I'm <laughs> willing to bet you couldn't. Actually, no, probably I probably couldn't with your, Pablo. You, yeah. I know that's
5: not true. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so yeah, so that that's my issue anyway. It's just that I don't think I think I'm thinking of the worst case scenario here. Yeah.
5: yeah.
6: And if the worst case scenario is that Partey's out for a long period of time jorginho mm. yeah maybe two three years ago i would have i probably would not have been right over the moon but would have been slightly happier i think at the moment now his form and sort of everything about him is speed which he didn't have much of in the first place and everything else is sort of going downhill and this is when we're bringing him in when we're fighting for a title i just think is like panic last minute let's just bring someone in to fill the boots
5: yeah. I, I I absolutely empathize with the concerns and I think it's fair to raise them. I think from my perspective, I, I look at this deal as something that is in the final days of the window, the best of, of a bunch that we could have got really. Um, and the, the criticism I have of Edu in this window is, is the speed at which we've done deals um, and the speed at which we've or the lack of speed in making some of the decisions in this window. That would be my my criticism of the window. With Caicedo, he... Brighton didn't want to sell. Brighton did not want to sell. I think we could have gone to 90, 100 million, and I still think they probably would have said no, because as I've described, like, to them, keeping him and potentially getting into European football is worth more than any real amount of money we could have given them in this window. Um, and then when you look beyond Caicedo, I'm struggling to think of in terms of options. And when I say struggling, I mean, I've liked Bamba as a potential option. Available apparently as as according to Fabrizio for just like eight odd million quid, you know, during this this window, which would be a very, very reasonable figure for a player, I think, of his talent. However, when I've kind of taken a step back from the Jorginho situation and, and also considered the context of our situation, I go, if we played Man City tomorrow, right, and Partey's not available, would I rather have Bamba, El Nenny, or Jorginho starting that game. And for me, I'd rather have Jorginho starting that game. Because he's Premier League ready. He started 15 games for Chelsea already this season. Do you know what I mean? So I'm thinking that in the context of what we are and are needing in this in this window, knowing that we couldn't get that Caicedo level figure in this window, it makes sense that we've done this type of deal. Yeah, I get
6: that. I do get it. And like I said, the option out of, say, Bambar, Laconga or Jorginho, Jorginho, hands down. But surely at some point during the negotiations with Brighton, Arsenal would have got the hint that, hang on, they ain't going to sell, yeah? They've already sort of come out and said, we're not selling, yeah? Mm. So at that point, you I know what they're thinking to themselves. Okay, well, let's money talks, so let's keep throwing money at it and eventually they'll crack. But knowing the fact that they said that they won't sell you should already be looking at options B, C, and D. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that
5: wasn't done. Me personally, anyway, I just mm. don't feel like that was done. Yeah, I, I, I know you've already said, like, you don't particularly know who someone more in a style, but like, you know, you know what I'm like, yeah, I love evidence. I love people kind of have arguments they can back up. And I have to ask you, if it wasn't Jorginho, who would you go for? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pressure for some names, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. But someone like Nevis, I'm sure if, if, if they've... If they think
6: money talks, yeah, mm. I'm sure we could have offered Wolves enough money to be able to prize, if we would have done it early enough, to prize Nevis off them. Mm. yeah, He would have been one that I would have really liked. Um, I, Again, doesn't play the same. Actually, no, I was going to say no, Tillemans. Does. But forget he that. He's deep midfield. Me. Yeah, he's still in midfield, but I don't know. So, But even Tillis, Tillemans would have been, mm. I, I personally think, he's a better player than Jorginho. Yeah, I just think that um, Telemans is
5: an eight, not a six. That's the issue with Telemans, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, not... I'm in an iron about him, but yeah. So <laughs> to be honest, I think you made a decent shout in Neves. Uh, you know, if if we've got the money for someone like Caicedo, you know, and you throw fifty, sixty million at Neves, I think they probably accept that. The question you have to ask yourself is: Is Neves the right signing to invest that level of money in for you know for what we want from that type of player? You know, we're looking at signing. Declan Rice in the summer and they still apparently want Caicedo you know these are two players that are going to be in the team for the foreseeable if you sign Neves for 50, 60, 70 million pounds it's probably going to stop you from signing one of those two players if we're being real um, it could even potentially stop you from signing Declan Rice because he is more of an out and out six whereas Caicedo is versatile enough to play in both positions so would you have been okay with that? Uh, to be honest with you
6: I don't think we're going to get Rice I know it sounds really negative, I don't. No, no, it's fine. fine. um, Majority of the sort of first-choice players, although we've done really well with the alternative option, Mm. i.e. Jesus, um, Shevchenko and all all these guys that we went for somebody else and ended up with like Odegaard, whatever. Mm. We've done really well. But our initial first option, even now in January as well, our first first options we never seem to want to get because normally our first option is wanted by the big spenders as well. So then, someone like Rice, if we then start making headways and trying to get them, unless we sign them pre-summer window, I think as soon as the summer window opens and other clubs realize that it's available to go, Man United will jump in the bandwagon, probably City, probably Chelsea. And then all of a sudden we're getting outpriced. And then we've ended up with Jorginho instead of Neves hmm.
5: now. Do you see what I
6: mean? Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's I, a bit of a 50 50, really.
5: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I think that Neves obviously is a good player. Um, I think there was a point made in our private chat by one of the listeners was waiting Stefan says uh, arguably wolves wouldn't have even let him go if we'd a bit big because they're I think level with 18th place in the Premier League and you know the likelihood of letting him go at the end of the window when they're in a relegation scrap is is difficult to see. I think it's a fair option. I just for me, I agree with you in terms of the disappointment of where we're at in terms of what we could have got, but I'm also understanding of the fact that we had to get someone in, but we absolutely had to sign a midfielder. And when we're going into a Premier League title race, which we are in, you know, we've managed to get in a player that, A, Arteta has wanted for a hell of a long time, you know, <laughs> put to the point where he's still willing to sign him past those years of his top, top level. Two, you know, he's a he's a step forward of the existing options that we had and the ones that now are no longer available in El Neni's injury. And, you know, three, the guy that we've signed is, is available to come in and give an immediate impact, should he be called upon. So... I guess the time will tell, Pablo. In terms of it, I'm, I'm, I'll ask this to everyone that comes on before we wrap up. But what would you give the uh, the window out of ten? I'll give a
6: six, probably a six, okay. seven. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'll seven give a six, for context. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, between a six and a seven, I don't know if you do point five. So let's go with six point five <laughs> on that one. Um, reason right. being is is because Tosard really happy with him. Yeah, mm. I think for immediate impact, it's probably a better option than Mudridge. Yeah. But obviously, Madrid's got the future ahead of him and so on mm. and so on. But, I, you know, I'm quite happy with Tossard. I'll be honest, I don't know much about the Polish lad uh, that we got in the back. Vio. So, yes. yeah. But from what I've heard, it's supposed to be quite good, right? Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then, obviously, now, Jorginho's... Like I said, I'm underwhelmed. I understand mm. why they've done it. Completely yeah. get it. And it's better than having no one. But completely underwhelmed, considering what I think we could
5: have ended up with. So, yeah. Six. But- cheers pabs much appreciate your time as always right. and uh, i'll speak just soon i'm sure my friend I'll speak to you soon take care Have mate, bye, mate. Bye. see you later uh fantastic stuff uh, i actually received a message earlier in our tgt whatsapp group that i wanted to read you i need to find out where this is from um But uh, it's a really good quote. I have a feeling it might be the Athletic based upon the text, uh, that it's the font of the text. Anyway, it's kind of a a review of the move from a a journalistic standpoint. Um, They rate it a B minus from a Chelsea perspective and an A minus from an Arsenal perspective. And the reasoning behind that is with only six months on his contract, Chelsea have done well to get a fee of 10 million plus 2 million pounds in add ons but they are also strengthening one of their London rivals and letting one of their most experienced players depart in the process. Arsenal needed a midfielder and they have made a smart choice not to spend £80 on Moises Caicedo, bringing in experience like Jorginho instead. A 31-year-old should provide the calmness the Gunners will need if they are to end the season with the title. It's an interesting perspective. Uh, Let's bring in Elliot, who's next on my list. By the way, guys, I'm going to be going on the bottom of my screen um, in terms of who's first. I'll probably give an idea in the private chat as to what that order is uh, as well, so you're well aware of that too. But Elliot, let's bring you into the conversation. How are you doing, my friends? Good to see you're not at work when you're joining me. Always good
7: yes yeah, so i'm working from home today uh you know, beating out my frustration on this keyboard i have here at the, de- at the desk so again uh, so, so again uh yes thank you very much for having me on
5: pleasure i know that you're not particularly happy about this um this deal so tell me where your head's at with it to be fair and frank tom
7: I am vehemently against the signing. It shows how juvenile we are in the transfer market. Yes, we got somebody in. We got a body in. We got a warm body in, if, if, if you want to call it that. But at the end of the day, it shows the ineptitude of ADU and getting big deals done, especially when in, 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 when it's concerning Ca- Caicedo. It shows that uh, our uh, you know the Keys aren't willing to push the uh, boat out in terms of uh, getting the big signings done in terms of uh, you know putting the money where their mouth is and remember the Cronkies are bigger than the whole Chelsea consortium combined, but yet they still Treat us like stepchildren here at Arsenal uh, Football Club, even though we're their, uh, their biggest entity uh, Well near the biggest entity uh, if, if going by forms uh, by Forbes sure contest. and and thirdly it shows that uh, we have not really done our homework in terms of uh, the alternatives that we had in store today i could name a few here haidara kone bamba onana uh, as as somebody previously said nevis all these players were gettable all these players were cheaper than uh, than the alternative nana all within our within our age range in terms of where we wanted to be in uh in terms of uh you know uh good signs going forward and yet we never got them but yet we got this guy who has the as i've said already in the chat the turning radius of a cruise ship cannot run in the midfield and is literally uh, an absolute liability when it comes to being dribble pass he's one of the most dribble pass midfielders there is chelsea are Laughing at us right now that we took it off their hands, they can't believe the luck. We're paying to be their bin men once again, and it stuns me how we can be in first place and they're in tenth place, and yet they mm. get the better signings than we did. I, I I don't get it, Tom. It is an absolute yeah. shame that we are in this position right now. We have to go get a a midfielder who's on its last legs can't get any time on the uh, in the Chelsea. In the mm, he field.
5: started 15 games for Chelsea this season.
7: Well, he, we embarrassed him when we, we were out there when we were at, at Stamford Bridge.
5: We're a very good team. <laughs> it's not we like we're. you know, him. Yet, We embarrassed a lot of good midfielders. I'd argue this season as well.
7: Yeah, okay, we did. We did embarrass a lot of good midfielders, but we're in the, we shouldn't be in this position, Tom. So we're in the best position we have. Who been would in you the have year. signed,
5: Elliot? Who would you have gone for?
7: Again, Kone would have been my first choice. Okay. okay? He would from Borussia
5: Mönchengladbach, yeah. From
7: Borussia Mönchengladbach, I think if we put a good uh, package towards him, we could have easily got him, easily, and at a fraction of the cost of, of this guy here. And he would have been an adequate uh, deputy going forward. I think we could have got okay. Haidara. Target the man that uh, that that that
5: that um, Amadou Haidara, right? Leipzig.
7: Yeah, from Leipzig. That 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 Brighton had already uh, had targeted themselves. I would have gone for him. Bamba, I know he's a lightweight, but he would have been an adequate signing. Oh, Nana, you know, here's the thing. If And I know that Everton are in a relegation battle. but if they saw money at their disposal and they have lost and they had lost their way in terms of uh, ownership and their main owner, I'm sure they would have taken uh, some sort of deal from us for for Nana. if we had pushed hard enough. But this mm-hmm. again goes to show that Ado can't do big deals. He can't do it. He's never. He's he never has done it. Anything over forty, fifty million dollars. And remember, let's 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 parse this out a little bit further.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: The Jesus and Zinchenko hope. deals were basically <laughs> the, the, the 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 Jesus and Zinchenko deals were basically Arteta conduits. They they they, they were Arteta friends that came into the club. All you had to do was sign on the dotted line. It wasn't hard to get them. And the what one I, the the one that I would. Give fair play to uh, is basically I'll I'll give him white, but
8: that's
7: Yeah, uh, but I'll give him forty fifty million dollars for that. But when it comes to these big deals, he gets bullied, and that's what I was afraid of from the start in this market. We are now the bullies. We are the mm. ones who get bullied in the transfer market. If anybody comes of any of any good ilk, of any uh, 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 uh of any you know substantial fee, guess what? We're 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 cowarding out. We're the cowards. We are cowards, yeah. Tom. In the, in, why in the... will,
5: why were we cowards in this Caicedo situation? <sighs> we offered seventy million pounds for a player that I'd argue is worth a significant amount less than that in reality yeah. of the market. And Brighton and said is not for sale. They've rejected a bid from Chelsea. I wouldn't describe them as bullying Chelsea by rejecting that bid, which is again I think is probably a fair amount for what Caicedo is um i think that edu has done deals for gabriel jesus he's completed that with city despite there being competition we can say yes arteta has got his links with city but you've got to get the deal done zinchenko of course similar lines as jesus there you mentioned white 50 million pound deal for him aaron ramsdale we had to go back and forth with sheffield united to get arteta the uh, the goalkeeper he wanted and eventually we got our man through the door as well Uh, we've signed players that have led us to the point in constructing a squad that is competing for the title this season. And when we went into this January window, we knew that we needed a forwards, we knew that we needed a left-sided centre-back, although no one really was talking about that. And we we knew we needed a midfielder. Now, for me, when you look at the winger that we brought in, we wanted Mahalo Mudrik. That's absolutely clear and obvious as day, that's who we wanted. And in the end, Chelsea paid exactly what Chatsard and wanted for that player. Now, I have questions about that deal because I feel as though we've bid for Caicedo a level of money that kind of indicates that we did have the money to sign Mudric. However, just put that to one side for a second. We pivoted extremely quickly and moved for a different player instead and got Trossard, who, from what I've seen of him in this short amount of time, and of course, what I've seen him at Brighton, Already looks like he's going to make more of a difference this season to us than potentially even Mudrick would have made to us. And then you've got Kivior, of course, who comes in as backup and competition to Gabriel, which we needed because we have no other left-footed centre-back. And then, of course, we've now signed Jorginho, who, as I say, has started 15 games so far for Chelsea this season. And whilst I agree with you that there are options out there, certainly, and young players like Manu Kone, who you talk about, Ibrahim Abamba, who I've mentioned, If I'm going up against Manchester City in two, three weeks' time and for whatever reason Thomas Partey is not available, I am putting my faith in a 31-year-old Jorginho who's won at the top, top level, starting every game nearly for Chelsea this season to come immediately in and make an impact. Then a 21-year-old that's coming to a new league and is going to have to transition. He'd be great for the future. I'd sign him. I don't blame you for liking him. He's a good player. But when you look at this season as we're going for a Premier League title, I think that the Jorginho signing doesn't stop us from signing a great player in the summer or two. I think it gets us what we need right now, which is that immediate impact we've all been craving this January window. And feel, fair, feel free to, to shoot me down as much as you like.
7: Well, here's the thing, Tom. Mm. With Jorginho in the lineup, let's say parties out, it forces our change of play. Because again, because of his mobility, his lack of mobility... We have to use players like Zinchenko and Xhaka to cover for him because he doesn't mm-hmm. cover as much ground as Partey does. It, it forces our change of play. So, therefore, we have to be a, a much tighter in the midfield. We basically we basically have the two-in-one formation in the midfield with Jor- Jorginho there because we have to cover for him. With Partey, we have the freedom to move forward. So, therefore, our attack is not as potent, not as potent as it would be in any in, in the circumstance of, of, of having parte there so therefore it limits us that's what georgina does yes he's a warm body yes he, he gives us cover fine but he he limits us in terms of our in in terms of our dynamism and that cannot be understated this mm-hmm. man is is such a liability in terms of mobility is you might you might as well just give him a real chill and just get him out there and, and, and see if he can do something for you because he's he, he's he is as i said before he is he is dribbled by one of the most dribbled by midfielders in the premier league that's Could the reason give why give me an I,
5: example
7: Elliot. okay let's uh, i mean i, I saw it, i saw it on my twitter just uh, just mm. today yeah. uh, it, 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 you see when he was you know there's an absolute uh, I, I think there was a um uh like a sh- like a short where he you know there is a um, a film where he's where they show where he's he's dribbled mm. by again and again and again, and again, he's less wanting because he has, doesn't have the mobility that he used to have. He's yeah, not as fast as he used to be. And
5: could you could you send it to me earlier? I yeah, haven't seen. I, I,
7: I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you absolutely. And 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 it's humorous. It's actually quite humorous to, to see this. And to be fair and frank, it is. It it just shows that we have yeah. to we have to accommodate Jorginho in order to play our game. We shouldn't have to accommodate. We shouldn't have to accommodate a player who comes in in order to play the game we have the 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 title challenging way we have been playing thus far. To bring in Jorginho, jo- to bring in a warm body like this, yes, he has experience. Yes, he has a championship pedigree. But at the end of the day, he's passed his sell by date.
5: Mm. I don't he's- think that's necessarily true that he's passed his sell by date because you know this is obviously a player that, as I say, is still starting regularly for Chelsea this season, and I think that. He's a player, obviously, that this isn't about Edu, to be honest. It's more about Arteta. He's the one that's put the faith in in this guy because Arteta's gone to Edu and said, look, you know, or Edu's gone to Arteta and said, look, Brighton aren't selling Caicedo. You know, he's not going anywhere. Who do we want to go and get? And Arteta has turned around to Edu and said, I want Jorginho. He is the option that I want us to go for as an alternative to Caicedo. And so, therefore, they've gone out and they've done it. And, so the the example. Oh, this is kind of the last point because I'm cur- I'm conscious of time, and I know there's other calls that want to make their points. If we we've got Man City in three weeks' time, right? You know, we're playing them after we play Brentford and, and Everton, or Everton and Brentford that way around. Would you start Manu Kone over Jorginho against Man City in three weeks' time if we bought him on deadline day?
7: Against Man City? Yeah. Oh, eventually, yes.
5: Okay, I yeah, just we- think. I just think that the only argument that really you've got regarding the criticism of Jorginho is his mobility. And for me in a team that has Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel, Orkivior and Zinchenko, plus Xhaka, who's shown to be a lot more mobile than I think fans thought. Again, accommodation. accommodation.
7: It's accommodation. It's not
5: about accommodation. It's about a team that works. It's about putting a player into a a system that enables you to get the best out of those players. You take Granit Xhaka, for example. He's playing the left eight position. And we always moan that Granit Xhaka, too slow, can't move, turns like a bus, right? And we have put him into one of the most physically and fitness-wise demanding positions on a football field in a box-to-box role. And he is flourishing in that position. So I think there is a good chance that we see Arteta, who wanted this player insert him into a position where he feels that he can perform and we won't have to, quote-unquote, accommodate him because the system supports him anyway, like it supports every other player, like it supports Xhaka's vulnerabilities and Zinchenko's vulnerabilities and White's vulnerabilities. I think that we'll see Jorginho's strengths show rather than his... I'm not saying he's going to be perfect, but I'm saying that I think that we play a system that supports the strengths and emphasises the strengths of the players and that we would not sign a player now two and a half, three years into the project that Arteta didn't feel would make a genuine contribution to what we're doing and would not absolutely risk a title race. I'll let you have the final word, Elliot, before I move on.
7: Again, Tom, uh, you know, this, it's a, it's a signing. You have to deal with it, but at the mm. end, it's not the right signing for us right now. Fair it's enough. The statement, it's not the sort of statement that we need to uh, make as a first place side we have to go through the uh through the to the to the bargain basement through the uh through, through the cheap aisle in order to pick up something in order to put uh you know to 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 accommodate us and and, and quite simply we could have done better we could have done better with better scouting could have done better with be, uh with uh with better transfer policies could have done better if we put more money on the table simple as that and it shows our ineptitude in the transfer market
5: um Elliot, I thank you for your time and your varied opinion. Different to mine. We agree to disagree. We remain friends at the end of it. That's what we do. We talk about football and we differ, but that's fine. Elliot, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Thank you, Tom. Enjoy your evening, my friend. See you later. Have a good one. Uh, next on my list is Kian. Let's bring in Kian to the conversation. How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Take yourself off mute and then you'll
8: be out. I'll be out. To hear no, sorry, there no, we no. go. That's all right. Hello, how are you doing, me, mate. We gotta stop meeting like this when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> why are you in a bad mood? Tell me. Actually, you know what? It's not the worst, but I do have like, actually. To be fair, the previous Elliot did cover quite a lot. We did have okay. and other options. He did cover. So quite you a heard
5: lot. what you said in response? So you yeah, I was show. listening
8: and I was I was agreeing with most of it, but also I like I know the fact that you're saying we need to bring someone in. Georgio yeah. a body, we need to bring it in last minute. But why is it oh, last minute? we not anyone in, that would have been that, That's awful. true, but why yeah. is it? Why are we in that situation again? Mm. We were in the situation in the summer with Douglas Luiz. That was last yeah. minute again, mm. and it's not like we need. We didn't need a cover for party for a long time. We needed it for about two years, and we all knew it as a fan base. We all mentioned it every window, but then yeah. we do get distracted by oh, we a striker, and we. Do, I get we do get distracted by the shiny yeah, yeah. attacking option, but we've needed a cover for party for about two years. El Nene was never the option. We extended his contract because we needed it to last summer, mm-hmm. because we didn't have any other option, and uh, I. To be honest, I would have been comfortable with. El Nene more than Jorginho at the moment. But it's just Really? Point. Why? Yeah. I just think El Nene will do the gritty work for you. He'll do the dirty work for you. He'll have Why won't Jorginho he, do that? He doesn't have the capability to do that. I think it's quite evident without Kante in Chelsea, he couldn't do that. And I just don't think he has the moment. He's everything we complain about Shaka in the sixth role. That's what Jorginho thoughts are too. He's not pressed with this I don't think, as well. He can pass really well when he has time on the ball. I think his playmaking ability is going to be great with Zinchenko when they link up but I just don't think he's going to be that press resistant like Partey is. I don't think he can dribble like Partey, and I don't think he can cover the ground like Partey. Like, for example, when Partey ran past our centre-backs to cover Anthony when he's running down the wing against United, you see Jorginho doing that? I don't think When so. was the
5: last time you saw Partey do that, by the way?
8: Uh, against United. Against yeah, Anthony. yeah,
5: yeah, but before that, When's the last time you saw him do that?
8: I don't see him making a full sprint like that, but I do see him covering a lot of ground as a lone six. He covers a season. lot of
5: ground. I just think that that example that we saw against United is, is getting picked up and elevated to a position where I'm thinking, that surprised everyone, that got clipped and put onto social media because we've not seen Partey do that. Do you know Dude, what I mean? have
8: seen Jorginho live enough time to see. I don't see him winning the ball back as often. I know you might bring He's up stats. One of the highest tackling. Yeah, and I, I was so shocked. I saw your stats show early and I was, yeah. I was baffled because... I've seen Jorginho live, my dad's a Chelsea fan, he has a season ticket, so I do go to his mm. games with him quite a bit, and I've seen Jorginho live so many times, and I just don't see that ball-winning side from him, and mm. I think that's what the big gripe from the Chelsea fans with him against they've been begging to get this guy out, and they don't think he's good enough to be a DM, and I, I think, they think they're playing with... this season because they need to, I don't think they have anyone else right now.
5: If they don't bring in Fernandez, which still I don't, I haven't been up to date to be honest. I took a two hour break heard, from their time yeah. day. Is is it not happening? So I've not I really did, been in I the. I haven't heard a Here We Go yet. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, not seen a Here We Go yet. To be honest, I was scared it's, that they're going to get quite and when that
8: kind fell of apart. 52 seconds
5: ago from Fab, he says Chelsea will try until the end for the Enzo meeting, still ongoing. No medical yet, it would be completed in Portugal if the two clubs will be able to reach full agreement. Fight is on. It seems it feels almost like inevitable still that it will eventually happen. If it doesn't, I'll tell you what, Chelsea and midfield are looking very worrying from that perspective, and I think they'll be very concerned they let Jorginho leave if they don't end up bringing in Fernandez. So, obviously, the obvious question is I mean, I I do have my discrepancies with some of the things you pointed out. As I said, I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that from a tackling position, from a recovery interception uh, position, the numbers are there to support the evidence that he does do that. Obviously, we're going to have to wait and see if we see it uh, when it happens. And that will be a lot more demanding
8: because we're playing that modern six-wall, you know, like the Rodri, the Fabinho, and Mm. we're playing that modern six-way. He has to do everything on his own. He has to cover a lot because Shaka and Odegaard will push up. And in transition, if we get caught, Jorginho is another one that I I I believe more in party to be able to recover for us. I think Jorginho might have that dirty side to him. Maybe he can make tactical fouls. You know, like the Fernandinho in his later ages. He may be able to do that. Yeah.
6: Yeah. But
8: I don't trust him to do it. I just don't, I just don't. And Chelsea player PTSD, we have Louise check. Um, <laughs> I think that's unfair though. I don't I don't I, I
5: know exactly what fans have done with the Chelsea thing because it's like, you know, we've got so much evidence suggests suggest it doesn't work. But yeah. I always I'm reluctant always to kind of say uh, to to judge a player based upon other players we've signed from the same team. I never think that's a fair to be
8: know, fair though. Didn't Arteta say these same type of things for William experienced player winner?
5: Yeah, he did. And you're probably going to see him say those things, you yeah. know. Um, but what I will say on, on Arteta side of things, you know, he's wanted him since, what, 2018? You know, when he was at City and City wanted him and he was part of the coaching staff. We tried to sign him in 2020 as well when we had the whole our wow, wow, party situation we were interested in. And then he's liked it for a long time, you know. And I think that if there's one thing that should give fans encouragement about the deal is that we haven't really got too much reason to doubt Arteta's talent identification at the moment and reasoning behind his signings because... You know, what that has done is it's elevated us into this role. I want to ask you before you go though, who who would have been the player that you would have signed?
8: Um, Elliot brought off some good ones, like but my the one that stands out to me, Onana, was probably the one. I just feel yeah. like he had the physical presence, 40 million-ish. I know that's a bit too much, but can you put a price on a Premier League title? Because I feel Whoa. like it might be 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing with Onana
5: and deals like that, and I think it's an absolutely fair suggestion to say that Onana would have been a good option for us in midfield. The, the problem with Onana is that if you do sign in for 40 million, we don't add two midfielders in the summer. We add maybe Rice and have Onana there, right?
8: But do I just you think. That, we're going to get
5: Kai go and Rice. I think the club will try. Yeah. From the sounds <laughs> of things <or> and <laughs> what we hear. From what we're hearing, Arsenal will go back in for both in the summer. Whether that happens or not is a is a different thing. But that's... I think it was Damesh Sheff on Sky Sports has, was one of the first to come out and point that out. I've not heard anything to suggest that the interest in Kaysada will end because we've got Jorginho... Um, I think because Elneny, even though there's rumours that he's being extended, you know, you've know, you always got the, the the chance to say that A, he's great in the dressing room, so they're just keeping him around the squad, and B, they might be activating the option so that they can make some money and sell him in the summer because that's always something they could do. I think we all know that Sambi's time's up at Arsenal, to be honest. Yeah. So I think you've still got scope and space to bring in those two midfielders in the summer, and I just think that Onan are at 40 to 50 million, and to be honest, you know, in the deadline day, Everton, are going to be asking for a silly amount for a player that they need to keep them up. Still, Wait, let me it ask you this rules before I leave. The
8: one question. Of course, you can. When was the last time we had a transfer that the obviously like the team we're getting from, were happy for him to go? Hmm. And they thought he was past it, but he worked out for us. When was the last time we pulled that off? Jesus. They were happy for him to go. I oh, bring in Erling Haaland. If I was bringing in Erling Haaland, I, I think know. I'd be pretty happy to mm, him. I don't go. know if they were happy to, for him to go, but they were like accepting and because he was a good serve. Like you know how we let mm. um uh, Leno go. He was a good serve. Yeah, and we were yeah okay he with he better. But they weren't. Not like they thought he was a bad player and he needed to go. Mm,
5: yeah, I don't think Chelsea think that Jorginho is a bad player. I don't think they do. Wow, Hard A lot of their fan base do, and a lot of them don't. I've I've spoken to a lot of people within, you know, the content creator world of art of Chelsea, and they're saying we shouldn't have let him go Arsenal because he can win yeah, not he can win them the title, but his presence could have a direct impact on Arsenal win the title. And we obviously are trying to get Enzo Fernandez I'm speaking of we, you know, I'm speaking <laughs> through them. That felt sick me saying that, but you know what I mean. Um, but they're saying, like, you know, we um are trying to get a midfielder. It's not done yet, and we could be seeing Jorginho go off to strengthen one of our rivals. Potentially get them a title because he's better than their existing backups. To parte, for me, in my opinion, I know you said El Nene, you think there's a better option, but uh, it's. I think I, that's that's the issue.
8: Yeah. Well, I hope the signing doesn't work out because. And that's
5: that's the view to have, isn't it? Like that's that's where we've got to be. Is we just got to hope it works.
8: Because Kivio and um, Trossard, I was, I was happy with that. I gave you a six when we signed Trossard. It's not moving much to mm. 0.57. I don't think Kivio because I've not seen much, so I'm not going to judge him yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jorginho, I have my preconcept ideas. I don't know if Tartete will improve him in our system. Maybe I'll give it a go. We'll go for it. We'll see what happens. We've got no choice. But yeah, I just think this DM position could have been addressed in the past two years. And we kept doing it last minute every time. I can't disagree with you on that. And that
5: is the genuine criticism I have is that we have been too slow on the midfield, too slow, way too slow. So we agree. We, we end <laughs> on an agreement, which is good. Uh, Kian, thank you so much for your time, my friend. I'll speak to you soon. Sure. See you later, mate. Much appreciated, Kian. Uh, I think we've got some super chats uh, that I've somehow missed um, in the chat. I say somehow, I've obviously been chatting away. Uh, Let's try and tackle some of those. Chris says, Xhaka was one of our best players last season, to be fair. It wasn't necessarily playing this new role the entire time that he's been here. I'm sure there's others that I've also missed in the chat. I'll try and find them. O'Malley says, uh, we counter-press in a 2-3-5 and defend in a 4-4-2 in a mid-block. He will always have one or even potentially two players next to him. Um, stop thinking of him in Chelsea's system. Alan D, thank you so much for joining up as a brand new member. Welcome to the TGT family much appreciate your support Chris P says how do you know uh that they were gettable obviously asking Elliot I think that was at the time about the players that we've been talking about Neves maybe with Pablo um none of them have the experience which is exactly what we need I for one I'm glad we didn't overpay for Mudrick and we didn't miss out on Kaiseido he just simply was not for sale I will continue to scroll up whilst I get my next guest on because I think there are others that may have been super chats that I have missed uh Garrett is up next on my list here uh Garrett how are you doing my friend you good you well
9: I'm not too bad, Tom. Not too bad at all. I'm glad to be on.
5: Good stuff. You always, always appreciate a microphone uh, when I do these things, and uh, very much appreciate hearing the crisp audio sounds. I'm just a nerd for audio stuff, so I appreciate it. How are you feeling about um, the Jorginho situation?
9: I mean, initially when I saw it, you kind of saw the rumors circulating last night. Not particularly inspiring at first. Kind of like yourself, I was thinking, mm. God, you know, is this what the windows come to? But when you think about it a bit more, I mean, like, okay, as you said all, all along, he provides that experience. I mean, like the other options we were going to get, I mean, Kaisedo, there's nothing more we could have done. People online seem to think there was something else we could have done. There wasn't. I mean, I'm listening, by the way. I'm some... just
5: sorting out the private yeah. at the same time.
9: <laughs> um, I mean, we, we couldn't do anything on that front. We tried. I mean, as you've said, and I agree, it's 75 million, as apparently what is the sec- was the second offer well above his value and they, yeah, they just weren't selling. I mean, alternatives, I mean, uh, Elliot, I think, mentioned Neves. I mean, they're in a relegation battle. I cannot see them selling him. Oh, said he didn't want to leave. I mean, the market for a midfielder uh, in this window was, it was terrible. Um, mm. I suppose my only, one thing I was thinking of was, why not, if we're going to, like, Jorginho was pretty cheap, you know, 12 million uh, to a club like Arsenal isn't a lot of money. Why not get Bamba as well? Like, I'm well aware he's, you know, he's raw, uh, you know, quite like Sambi when we first got him, you know, even maybe mm-hmm. less so playing in the second division of Portugal, fo- Portuguese football. But just, you know, it's it's nine million. It's not much money. Just chuck it at him, get him, and see what he can do. Um I suppose that would be my only criticism as referred
5: him to Jorginho.
9: I was thinking in combination with Jorginho, if you're okay. gonna go for Jorginho, get them both together, you know, because it was okay. it was it wasn't gonna cost you. Something that money.
5: maybe fills a spot if we say, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the obvious question, do you think it yeah. fills then a spot up that could have been taken up by Rice and potentially Caicedo in the summer?
9: I suppose my thinking would be that he would take Samby's spot, um, given that Zambi's gone out alone loan. And I think, as you said, and I think a lot of us have maybe come to realise maybe Samby's time at the club is coming, you know, nearing an end. So that was my yeah. kind of thinking. Maybe he could take Samby's spot in the squad and then potentially we could still get two midfielders but i understand what you're saying as well it's uh yeah it's a valid point and i mean i think we the money we saved by not you know say say brighton did want to sell but the price tag was 90 100 million and we spent it you know what would that mean for the summer so i i'm i'm kind of looking at it that way it's it's not bad overall i think the window is a seven um i think as well i remember yeah, in funny. Yeah, in your Kivior show, the breakdown of him. Um, I mean, he's played more minutes as a DM than he has as back, so a centre-back. So that's something yeah. to consider, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously it's a different pace of game in this area. Mm. But, it, you know, it's something to consider. I mean, obviously, you know, Arteta is the man. Arteta and Edu are the man to, you know, get these players in. You know, they know a lot more about them than we do. So I'm I'm not too worried. And the whole Jorginho thing, I think you, you can't look at him uh, at Chelsea in recent times. I mean, Chelsea's midfield in recent times has been all over the shop, you know um mm-hmm. while it is a little bit worrying to think of the kind of recovery pace him and Jack would have as a, you know a, in the midfield but he's more he'd be more protected you know so i'm i'm not as worried and he's good in possession based systems which you know is exactly how we play these days so yeah, yeah. i don't know and i I'm sorry go ahead
5: no i was i was agreeing with you <laughs> yeah
9: <laughs> no i think as well i i don't i'm not sure where people seem to think he's going to be some starter i mean he is you know, going to be on the bench. I mean, we will see him. You know, as rotation. You know, say right. in the last 20, 30 minutes if we're controlling games. But yeah. he is not going to be a starter unless Partey goes down, which, you know, I'm I'm not that confident Partey will stay fit. I mean, fingers crossed, obviously. But mm. evidence tells you he probably exactly was. evidence yeah. tells us yeah. otherwise. So it's kind of, you know, ah, I'm not sure. I, I to be honest, given the circumstances, I don't think we can be too annoyed. You know, people love to whine. We know that well, so people are always going to have a problem. But, you know, given the circumstances, yeah, I said, I think it's a seven overall. Trossard, great signing. We saw the problems he called City. And Kivior, as I said, I haven't seen too much of, but if Arteta wanted him. I think Arteta has enough credit in the bank to justify getting these players. And also, people forget he wanted Jorginho two years ago. And while I understand that Jorginho has fallen off, you know, somewhat... He still wanted the player, you know. He still has some of those traits he had two years ago. So, look, I'm, I'm, I think Arteta and Edu. While I think we shouldn't really be in this place potentially. I think you alluded to it as well in previous windows, say the summer. We probably should have got a midfielder in, um. But that would be my criticism. I really don't think a marquee midfield signing is for a January window. It's just it, it's very hard to get business done.
5: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, seven out of ten, I think I, that's what yeah. I said. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how it uh, transpires. Uh, Garrett, thank you so much for your time. Uh, much appreciate. I look forward to seeing you on the preview show at some point in the future again. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. Have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye. Um, I'm going to be really mean to our Q, um, but, uh, you know, he does run a charitable organization, so I kind of have to be... Um, Although I'm now kind of worried because I can see in the bottom of my screen he's already put something on the screen. <laughs> uh, let's just introduce Mike into the scene for three minutes. He's cutting in. Um, how are you doing? I've what got my
3: unicorn. Got I, unicorn. I, I'm gonna blow it up soon because look, because uh, sp- people are blowing up for no good reason. I'm gonna use my 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 energy and my breath and blow this up and sit on it like a <laughs> you know like a 22 year old footballer in my pool, but. Boy, are there some people going nuts today? Are mm.
5: you not going nuts though? Why?
3: I, I, well, one, I'm old, um, and I, <laughs> and when I try to, you know, when I try to be energetic about something, it just doesn't work anymore. Except for one thing, but, um, but I'm loving you today, man. Just the your 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 control and your. The, the, someone pointed out in the <laughs> chat. It's your it's your teacher control. you yeah, your, it is that. Your, mm. there,
5: which yeah I, I, I see what you're saying to... but
3: this is why it's completely wrong i, I love it I love <laughs> it's it.
5: hard to balance that without looking like a complete you know what like <laughs> well, but, but but which i probably yeah, do for so... a fetus
3: you're doing you, you know you have a you have a very mature way of handling those things so no yeah. honestly um you know i we've obviously been chatting offline all day in a group uh and and there's probably a little bit more tolerance in that group than i'm hearing on this open mic show and uh but uh, for the, the window that we've had, but, you know, uh, again, you are you looking at the window? Are you comparing January 2022 to January 2023? Are you just looking at Jorginho versus other options that we don't know were available or realistic? Are you taking the summer into consideration? Or you know, if you if you throw all of those things out and you focus on one issue, which is did we sign the best, defensive midfielder available to us then yeah i can understand you being mad but that is not the only issue in this you know in this contextual situation there are so many moving parts in any one transfer in any transfer strategy any transfer window and i just can't believe how many people are throwing their toys out of the pram about adu and about not being able to get big deals done
5: you can't believe it
3: uh, well, I can believe it because we've seen it before, but, yeah. but I mean, how, how many times do we have to be taught as a fan base, wait to worry? You know, I know people don't want to have a bad thing happen that they could then say, I told you this was going to be a problem, but you know, all the energy spent whining about signing Ben White and Aaron Ramsdale and the whining of, and, and the, and the, just the, the, the people just wringing their hands about sticking with Arteta through, you know, through the tough times. How many times do we have to be proven that, you know, sometimes you just wait and see before you go nuts about it? Opinions, mm. sure. But just going nuts about something that we don't know the outcome of yet, we have no control over, and things are going pretty darn well right now, just seems, you know, I don't know. Again, maybe I'm old. Maybe I've seen a lot of different things in my life, and people are just <laughs> watching football, and that's the only thing they've ever done. But to me, it, it, it's a bit overblown at this point. We're top of the league. There's nothing that I see that's showing that we're weakening. um we have tough games coming up, and our squad depth is infinitely better, well, not infinitely better, but marginally better than it was a month it's ago. Better.
5: Yeah. It's
3: better than it was a month ago, and it's much better than it was a year ago. Oh, so
5: imagine. yeah. Is that my 3 minutes? That's your 3 minutes, mate. I was going to do teacher voice on you then for a second. <laughs> now you told me it was only going to be 3 minutes. Uh,
3: when when you're done here. Mm. Uh, and you you know and you want to talk more gooneropenmike.com come over to ours and and feel free to blow up and I'll just I'll you know I'll go hmm
5: uh, yeah uh, learn the mastery of the uh the facial expressions um is- no mike smash you mate appreciate you uh jumping on for just the three minutes and uh yes uh do once we're finished here and you're done here you can go and watch another phone-in show on the gooners pod don't come you- over to me before tom's done then because
3: then tom won't
5: be my friend anymore there you go Right, Mike, I will speak to you and see you soon. Don't sit on that at the wrong end. It'll be painful, mate. Um, I'll see you soon. Have a that good was one. That my strategy. <laughs> see you later, mate. Have a good see one. You. Bye-bye. Uh, let's bring in uh, Dylan, who I'm hoping is ready. I've been messaging him in the private chat, um, but he's not seen it. He's looking at it frantically now. Uh, Dylan, are you there? Are you ready? How are we doing? There we are. You, Hi man. there,
1: Tom. Yeah, you good?
5: Yeah, very good, mate. How are you?
1: Yeah, brilliant, man. Sorry, um, no, Mike. Mike was very well spoken. Then I was kind of expecting to it's be the only you. one to come on here and it's actually rare to agree him, with you. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> no, no, genuinely. Like, and uh, the guy before him as well. I forget his name, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, Kian, Yeah,
5: very
1: good. Yeah, no, it just yeah. I feel like I'm being a bit right, up against it today. Really, it's a. Uh, it's been a funny one. This everyone's been in total uproar about it, and I. I mean, last night when I heard the news. I was obviously a bit disappointed and I was kind of hoping it was going to fall through. But realistically, mm. I can't see what the, all what the fuss is about. I mean,
5: Why were you hoping it would fall through? Because, I mean, I would like you. It I don't bit, know. Did, I, was them, when it first I was just out.
1: kind of fingers crossed that something else was going to come in in the mm. background. And maybe there was just going to be this miraculous signing that we'd all just not expected and just going to turn out to be like a genius play from Edu. But realistically, I mean, this could work out really well. Arteta, Arteta wanted him in the long run. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, anyway. And although it's obviously not our first choice, all our all our previous second choices have, put, have turned out to be, you know, really, really good signings. And I'm sure plenty of people that are calling for Edu out now probably didn't want Zinchenko, probably didn't want Ramsdale, you know. And maybe that's maybe that's not a fair estimation to say, but it's yeah. I've never seen I've never seen a signing be so divisive in the fan base. It's mm-hmm. it's bonkers to yeah. me, and, I, and I'm, I feel like I'm inclined to sort of expect that it's just because he's a Chelsea player. And we've all got a bit of PTSD from that. Or maybe that's not true. I mean, there are. No, I, I I've heard fine. some. I've heard some reasonable arguments tonight, and I think obviously that's that's why this platform is is quite good for getting people out of their echo chamber a little bit. Because you know, I've mm-hmm. I've heard things which I haven't heard all day, and I think you know, you know, it's really good that you're doing that. But yeah, generally, I mean, um, I think with with Jorginho, and I, this is one point which I don't think many people have touched on is I don't necessarily think we're buying him just to slot in in Partey's role. Hmm. Say Partey comes out, we do actually have other options in you know, this to put somebody like for like and say, oh, you're our number six now and everything's going to come for you. Like There there are other ways Arteta can play the system that might still be able to facilitate Jorginho. For hmm. example, okay, 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 so the new guy we got, Kivio, allegedly, I mean, I haven't seen him do any games at hmm. game time, but supposedly he's quite a good defensive midfielder. And um, Zinchenko has been proven to be quite good in that centre mid role, um, but there's potential for Xhaka to move back. But maybe Odegaard moves as an eight, and then mm-hmm. you have the you have Georginio and Odegaard being the orchestrators of the midfield, and then having somebody more stable like Xhaka at the back, trying to be the protector. You yeah. know, there's options, and I feel like everybody's just so quick to assume that oh, we need a defensive mid. We've gone for Georginio. That's our option. It just I, I don't know. It doesn't really it doesn't really go by like that. I think. Yeah,
5: I, I mean, I. I... I agree with a lot of what you said, then. I think you probably echo a lot of the thoughts I've I've said on the show. And I, the, the criticism I have, um, and it's always important to be balanced. Like the criticism I have of the window is the speed at which Edu has, has necessarily done things. You know, like the Mudrick thing dragged on a long time. Like, yeah, uh, and eventually, I kind the of moon, within
1: a reason though. I mean, we we've been looking looking. Oh no, sorry, Karen, I'm interrupting.
5: No, it's fine. I'm used to being that to me all the time. Um, yeah, as I say, just, you know, it, 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 the, the, the uh, Mudrick thing dragged on a long, long time. And then you're also in the situation where the Kaiseido thing, clearly he wasn't for sale. So yeah. why we kept on bidding and bidding and bidding when we could have used that time potentially more effectively, you know, no, I think is a fair criticism.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, I mean, with Mudrick, we're, we're scouting him for a long time, like, even since last summer. And mm-hmm. I, I came on here and had a chat about that in the last phone-in show. And I mean, we, we just got out. Outbid in the last minute, I and mean, you can't predict something like that. And yeah, you can say we should have just put the money down, but it was it was a ridiculous amount of money. And we don't have the sort of financial flexibility that Chelsea have. We operate a little bit differently, and he'd kind of be coming in to sort of immediately start over Martinelli as well. So that yeah. that didn't bode too well to me in the initially. I think Trossard has been. Well, I mean, we've only seen him twice, but I think he's been outstanding all year. Like he's been, he's been remarkable. He can play left wing, forward, right wing, and as a cam. I think that's de- generally better than just having somebody who's just going to run down the wing and just be that, you know, that lightning fast pace you see on FIFA. Like, um, and then with uh, with Sado, yeah, I mean, he just wasn't for sale. We offered a ridiculous amount of money for him as well, and this is what it's come down to. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's January like this isn't the summer transfer window. We didn't get anything done in last January. It just proves how difficult these things can be. And we've made three transfers in three key positions. We weren't even expecting to get a, a centre back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think generally we've done pretty well. And you know, on regards to Jorginho, he's he's already shown to be a proven winner. And I don't think anybody I mean, I know it's been a year and a year and a half he's been out of favour with the Chelsea fans, but I don't think anybody just turns into a bad player overnight in that in that yeah. sense. You know what I mean? Like he's still got that winning mentality. You know, he took Italy through to win the Euros, and he sta- he captained Chelsea to win. Was he the captain for Chelsea when they won the Champions League? I Think uh, he didn't. Maybe it was Aspilacuta. yeah.
5: But he, w- he yeah. has he has. But been he's, he's
1: like he's a deputy, you know. He's he's yeah. got that energy about him, and I generally think just having him in the background as another experienced head, when maybe on not going to be around so much, this could be this could be perfect. Uh, Arteta clearly likes him. I've seen some pictures. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um I think, no, you know, it's been good. It's good to come on here because I think most of the voices I've heard have been quite sort of dissentful towards Eddie, and I just think it's a bit mad. um... Yeah. Obviously I'm not I'm not discrediting what other other people think. Everyone's inclined to their inclined to their opinion, but I feel like a yeah. lot of people just wanna be vindicated in just saying that Edu's just not the right man for this job. When I think he's done loads of business really well. And regardless of like Jesus and Zinchenko, it's like you can say that's Arteta, but who's doing the business behind the scenes? Arteta says he wants him, Edu's got to do all the business and he's got yeah. them through for really, really cheap in the grand scheme <laughs> of things. You know what I mean? It's yeah.
5: Oh yeah, you look at the t- the team we've <laughs> built, you know. People are saying he can't do a big deal. Well, we're really good at doing deals for the players that Arteta, you know, still wants. Yes, we don't always get the primary target. And to be honest, I do put that a lot. If if we were like, you know, if we were talking about us being in Man City's position, you know, top of the table title challenge each year, I'd be like, why aren't we getting our our primary targets? Because a club challenging for titles each year should be getting their primary targets. But in reality, we finished eighth twice, we finished fifth last season, and we're trying to build towards being a title challenger every year from now. So I kind of see from that perspective, yeah, I can see why teams that we've more you know, modern day um, reputation, maybe. Credit in know. the bank. Yeah. That's yeah, it. And Chelsea
1: have, yeah, they won the Champions League just a few years ago and yeah. we are, you know, we're aiming for great heights at the moment, but we're not really quite there, are we? I mean, seems like
5: United we don't have, United, don't have, we don't, we don't have that same man, pool though. and we
1: can't offer the same finances and mm. maybe the same income that Chelsea could maybe provide. Like they still have a pool. They are still a big club despite where they are on the table, you know, yeah. and Arsenal still have a lot to prove. I mean, uh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's
5: it. So uh,
1: out of ten, to the window. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to give the highest score. Uh, I'd say an eight. Okay. Je- I'm not, I'm not massively infused with the um, with the Jorginho deal, but yeah, you know, having three signings in January in key positions, I just it's you know it's yeah you know, I can't really speak. I mean, if 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 we got Kai Soto and then it would be a nine, but yeah, mm, um, yeah, of course, was, yeah. There was one more point I wanted to say, but I've forgotten what it is. Uh, I'll maybe forget. leave
5: it in the in the chat, box, I'll <laughs> remember, and I'll try and pick it out. Right, okay, Dino, nice I appreciate one. your time, mate. And all yeah, no Enjoy the rest yeah, of the cool. You, nice one, nice one, Take you. care. Bye bye. Uh, massive thank you. We've got some breaking news uh to discuss as well. Uh, well not discuss, but just to bring up. Uh, Chelsea apparently have indeed now agreed that deal for Enzo Fernandez. Uh, he is set to travel uh to london um and yeah he will be i, th- I think they said he would be completing medicals in portugal but a big rush on now to try and get that deal done i have no reason to believe that it wouldn't not happen you never know things happen in crazy ways during the window um next on my list is stefan and uh, let's bring in stefan to the conversation and then after that is dan stefan how you doing my good friend you good you well
10: what's up tom
5: i'm good i'm
10: good man what about you?
5: Yeah, not bad. Long day, long day. I'm kind of glad the window's closed at this point. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I am. I'm glad that it's uh, it's coming to an end. Uh, How do you feel about Jorginho?
10: I've, I just this like I, I'm I'm much more on the positive side. I think okay. it's uh, from uh, just just from just from, uh, from 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 a number of. Of actual viewpoints for me, for the actual fit. So where the player is gonna play and within the Arteta system, I think he'll do much better than than at Chelsea, where the actual system Mm. is 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 at the moment especially very very muddled. They they change their formation pretty much every week, whether it's with a two in midfield with a three. And for me, Jorginho, honestly, looking at the views and because I actually have a few friends who watch chelsea fans and trust me yeah. the views on him are just as polarizing uh with them and in the same way that we actually reacted like i have one friend who loves him who says he's uh who you know who says he's he's a very good player he's he's always you know in, in the big games he always plays well and and people mm-hmm. just don't see because he doesn't have you know flashy assists or scores long-range shots they don't actually see the the value that, that, that he brings to Chelsea. team then i have the other friend absolutely despises him who says he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, j- just like ours who says he's slow who says he he gets overran in midfield you know st- stuff like that. for me from watching him honestly I really like him I think he would suit us perfectly because he's going to come into a team that dominates the ball and what Jorginho for me when I watch him play against us the one thing I hated about him when when we played was he would never lose the ball like, you mm-hmm. would know when, when he was on the ball, he was always pretty much going to s- secure it, unlike Kante, Gallagher, or any of their midfielders. So I think he would suit us from that p- perspective. And just looking at it from just a more cost-benefit analysis, it's a short-term deal. Uh, he's the, the loan that we're sending Cedric now to Fulham, so we're if we take out Cedric's salary compared to Jorginho's, I think it's we're pretty much... 70% yeah we're covering yeah. most of his salary mm. it's a year and a half he's a winner one thing that Arteta always you know cries about his mentality if you read about his story how he came up in the in the lower uh in the lower leagues in Italy he's got a very kind of you know he's a he he he's he's you know he's he definitely has a tough m- m- mentality you know he he pretty much came from nothing. So Arteta loves that the type of player. The other thing I really liked about him, I actually read up, he has one injury recorded.
5: In yeah, it's a really years. good
10: record for In injuries. eight years, which for me is key. When we which have... means he's going to get injured straight away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's hope so. Let's, let's hope not. But, I mean, he, he's not injury prone whatsoever. And then when I hear people saying, oh, but he doesn't do a part... If you read his stats, he's got better stats than Partey this year. He plays more uh, passes forward, or as you call them, progressive passes. He has more tackles per game than Partey. Even though when you actually watch the game, you don't see it. He does. He he does. And the most important, I think he's in the top three of any player in the Premier League in terms of covering distance. So he can, he can still run, even though he's not the most uh, athletic. But I seriously believe that if you put him in, in the system, for example, uh, everybody says, "Oh, but he's not." Busquets. If you put Busquets in that Chelsea team, he would look just as bad as as Regime because he wasn't also the most mobile. So for me, it's uh, I'm 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 much more. Did I want uh, the what's his name? Cancelo? Yes, I would have yeah. loved him. Yeah. Cool. But, Brighton just I, why would they sell him now they, they're they they're in the FA Cup you know they're playing really well and they're also within a shout for 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 European place I think the owner of Brighton thinks about it and says even if they give me 80 to 90 million getting into Europe for the first time in Brighton's history is far more significant than that selling him now so yeah that's, that's just
5: me. No, I think you've made some really good points. Well raised. I kept on thinking up of a question, and then you answered it. So <laughs> you know, yeah, you summed sorry. it up really, really well. No, just just to round things off very briefly, because I've got uh, a few more callers to get in the show as well. Rating out of ten of the window.
10: Um, that's that's actually I've been I've been kind of thinking about it. Mm. It's definitely I'm I'm swinging between a seven or an eight. I wouldn't put it as an eight because. I do agree with some of the more negative viewers that it is a worrying sign that all of our number one targets now we're having a mm. a, a a a a history of not um, getting them, them in a way. Yeah. But I really do believe that that's because of where we are as a club at the moment. Yeah. I think we're on the yeah. on the on the precipice of getting to that elite. If we win the league, I honestly do believe in the summer what Ian Wright said every single player especially a young player that plays in the Prem will want to come for us and that's why I know they're going to say oh Chelsea are going to throw money we have a lot of money too and I think if we get if if we win the Premier League Declan Rice at least one of those that that you said that we're going after both of them at least one of those players will come I'm sure of it because I just don't see where why why would why, why would they go somewhere else the only the only club that I'm worried about in the summer and potentially that could that could take that that could take any of them away is man united but from what i'm reading eric ten hawk's priority in the summer is to spend big on a on a number nine time. yeah so so I, I and and they're also cash trapped from uh from financial fair play i'm reading if they don't get into the champions league i'm even reading that they might have to sell first to actually buy players mm-hmm. so for me we're, we're we're set and just the final thing i, I i'm going to give it an eight just because of the actual cost and because it allows us for me it gives it if we win the league or even if we get if finish second or third again, it allows us to spend big in the summer it really does because we have barely we, you know we have that money and now it's going to be left for the for, for the summer to actually spend so for me i'm um I'm positive. Happy
5: with the night, yeah. Positive. No, I yeah. appreciate your time, Stefan. Uh, as well. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening and the rest of deadline day, and uh, enjoy the rest of the season, of course, as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.
10: Thank you, Tom. You too, man. Let's go, Arsenal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Have a good one, my friend. See you later. A uh, massive thank you to
5: Stefan there. Uh, we're down to our last five callers uh, of the show. Uh, just to read you the order for those that are looking at the private chat, we've got Dan Wilson, Bill, Ethan and Mohammed on my list. Uh, and that'll be it. I've had to close the uh, the order up, uh, otherwise I'll never get to bed. So uh, that's, that's
11: our last five callers.
5: Uh, let's go to Dan next. Dan, how you doing?
11: Yeah, I'm good. And yourself?
5: Yeah, very good. Not bad. I know you got to shoot off to Aguna's pod to get uh, roast <laughs> over there. So, so yeah, exactly. tell me how you're yeah. feeling about Jorginho, mate.
11: I feel like people on Twitter are forgetting that we're top of the league, okay, and I played. Start
5: that sentence again, and then you'll remember why. Some people,
11: people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. also true. We're we're doing so well, and the the thing is, before January, before the window started, with the squad that we have, we've been brilliant, and we're top of the league, five points clear. Mm. I think we were before the World Cup, and are now. And I don't. It's, it's strange because I, I I didn't really think we actually needed anyone at all. And yet we've brought in three players on really? top of what we've already got. And maybe that's because Elneny's had this injury. And I think that's the clear thing. Because what I've actually looked at is Xhaka and Partey have played almost every game so far this season, barring mm. when Partey was injured for three games. And I think Xhaka came off one game. Yeah, um, yeah it was Wolves. ill against Wolves, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. And so we haven't needed to bring on Elneny or Lokonga in that midfield. So who's to say that Jorginho comes in, who's to say he's actually going to get many minutes? He's there for, okay, not just to be in the dressing room, because he is a leader and a winner, but he's there that, worst case scenario, he comes in for an injury, but we might not even get any injuries. And this is the thing, I feel like everyone, a lot of people are saying if Partey gets injured, but we could say the same thing. What if Saliba gets injured? What if Ramsgate. It, it's the same with what if Harder, But it's the same with every player. So why are we all so fixed about this whole parte injury thing?
5: Mm, like, PTSD, you know, because we've we've got that fear that it's there, uh, and that's why I said if we hadn't have signed a midfielder, and I said this on Harry's show earlier, you know, if I, if we hadn't have signed a midfielder, I would fuming I would, well, have been, I, think... I would have been so annoyed. No, I, and club. I
11: agree. And I think we needed a midfielder because Elneny got injured. I think if Elneny hadn't, I think we'd be fine till the re- end of the season because he does the job that Partey does. Obviously not as well, but he does that job as a kind of low number six. And that's what Jorginho has been doing for Chelsea. He is a low number six. So if Partey does get injured, I hope not. If he mm. does, I, I think Jorginho can come, can come straight in. And we'll see what he can do because I, I, I don't think he's a, a terrible player.
0: Yeah. And we're doing
11: well with the league. Like, I just I just don't see it. And bringing in Kivio as well for depth where... where also remember, we're, we're out of the FA Cup now. We've not played mm. League Cup football. Europa League doesn't start for late for later.
5: March. Yeah. The,
11: exactly. These Premier League players... They're Premier League players. They can play week in, week out. So I, I don't really see why there's such a need to have so many players. But we're, we're bringing three players in, and that that's the good thing. Like, we've got extra players that... Ha, had we bought Kaiseido for £80 million, it's almost like he probably wouldn't play that many games. Or if he does, I, I wouldn't know where well, he... I'm, I'm... He wouldn't have started, you know. Well, exactly, and that's spending eighty million. Would you not rather kind of save that money to spend in the summer when maybe we've scouted a bit more, seen what who else is out there? deckton and Rice might might come in handy, and yeah, we could sign both of them. But what mm. what if Patino keeps playing well at Blackpool? And that, it it's just like I'd rather wait till the summer when you've got more time to really have a look. I, I, yeah, I,
5: I, in obviously with the context of we had to get someone in now, we've done that, you know, and um, I agree in in this. I don't, to be honest with Kaisado, he weren't for sale. So it doesn't matter what we threw at him. I don't think he was coming. But I agree in the sense of I didn't see the point in if you can get a player as good as Jorginho in now why rush to get someone just as good, or maybe not as good, but obviously younger uh, and more expensive, when you could probably just, say, get Jorginho in now and then get someone even better in the summer. But still, you get the quality that you were going to get anyway because you brought in Jorginho. Exactly. So...
11: I, and I don't see Jorginho as a long-term replacement. He signed for this year and the next with an option of Yeah, one it's more. the perfect length, really, isn't it? So... Exactly. It's all we need because we'll probably be bringing in a... Declan Rice or someone of maybe that level because when you yes. look at the the squad now almost every position they're 25 and younger apart from those two midfielders Yeah. so we're building that team for the next four or five seasons and that's where those two midfielders come. Jorginho is not one of them because he's just kind of someone who's going to be within the team it's like Xhaka and Partey, I mean they can only go for so long but I, I can imagine we'll be we'll have a 25 year old in midfield next season yeah, absolutely. um Dan, yeah. score out of ten, just to wrap things up. Give it a nine.
5: Wow, that's up to it. Fair play. We're,
11: oh, we're the top of the league, and we've improved our squad. I, I don't really understand why it's anything less. To be honest, okay. fair, I'm enough. Happy. fair enough. Fair enough. I i go with slightly less. I, I, one of the reasons
5: why I go slightly less is I don't know why we've let le Conga go. To be honest, um, but he, he wasn't needs, playing uh, anyway, and that's yeah, the thing. He, my issue is if we have those injuries and we've let him go i'm going to be worried about that um but yeah that's that's the only reason that's the only gripe i like, really have and i guess yeah. we'll see
11: in we'll see in may if yeah. if we've had oh, those yeah. injuries and exactly. if we haven't then and we've the league then great and job done absolutely
5: dan go enjoy the gooners pods try as as you can. Uh, (laughs) i'll speak to you soon fella speak soon Have a good one see you later uh let's uh let's bring in our next caller wilson's up next uh who has been waiting a very 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 long time to get on the channel he's already rubbing his hands together
4: how you doing wilson good evening tom i'm good i'm good i've got some things to say um good I, I have, have to say, to Wilson, say... you
5: are one of the most committed listeners we have because I I'm often <laughs> read out your message going, What
4: on earth <laughs> is how you start off your message? I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I have to say, I feel a bit mixed overall, okay. um, simply because I felt with Trossard, we already know the impact that he's made already. He calls Man City. Mane had a, a lot of problems. Yeah. He's been a great signing so far. Um, who's, that, who's that? What's the name of Kivuil. the Polish? Uh, Kiviel. Um, I've, I've, I've not really heard of him, but I've heard he's got... He, I, 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 honestly, I've not heard of him, but yeah. I've, I've heard he's got potential there. Um, who else? I and mean, Georgina. one... Jorginho. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jorginho... <laughs> the moment that I heard Jorginho... Um, coming to us, I was absolutely fuming. I, mm. I, I, At one point, I wanted to smash my phone because of that. <laughs> but, but, but but, but, when I was thinking more about it, yeah. let's be honest, Jorginho is experienced. He's mm. a Champions League winner. Mm. He's a Euros winner. Mm. And also, I feel he's going to help some of the younger players as well. Because we all know Tom, when it comes to any title race... You need to, you need, you need experienced heads to yeah. help the players go through together over the line. I feel like Jorginho will help us that. Um, I feel like the reason why it, I feel it's a little bit, I feel like, I think the signings are smart. Mm. But I think, the, I feel like the Jorginho one is not the player who would that I wanted. Have, who but, would you
5: have signed? You know, that's the, that's mean, the question I'm I, asking
9: people. I know, I know.
4: I, know. I mean, I would have loved to go for Casida, but the problem with mm. Brighton is yeah. they do not want to sell the player. There's no mm. point of forcing a club to sell the player which we don't want to sell. It's like it's like a car. Let's say, let's say like a car costs around 50 grand and yeah. someone offers like 20 or 30, 40 grand. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not <laughs> selling. I'm not selling. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because January is a tough window. This is not the summer window. This Mm. is January. It's typically a really tough window. You're not going to always get your big players in January. It's more likely to happen in the summer, as Mm. far as I'm concerned. So some people, and 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 there's one guy in particular I I saw on the show, Elliot. Elliot, Jesus Christ, Elliot's a passionate guy. You got to respect the passion. (laughs) I I, I know, I know, I know. He's he, he he's very passionate, but you know, I'm a little bit worried though. But we're not mm. getting most of our um, big targets in, which is a little bit of a worry. We need mm. to address that because yeah. what if we win the league this season when we keep missing out on targets again? That's yeah. a bit of a that, worry. That's, that's when I'll be
5: really worried. Yeah, if we were to win the league and, you know, we all know Declan Rice is the priority. So if we win the league and don't get Rice, that's... that's I'll be annoyed.
10: Yeah, Same. I'll be annoyed. I be I'll,
5: to...
4: I'll be absolutely fuming. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because because honestly, because that needs to be addressed. It's as simple as that. And also, in terms of the players that we got, I can't complain too much. Yeah. Uh, would I would I take that? Probably. Probably. If I said Back you at the start the, of the window, I, I mean, you're you getting Kivir, you
5: your Jorginho and um, Trossard. What would you have said?
4: Oh, honestly, I if I'm honest, I would have taken that because. Mm it's more, I think those players are realistic for us mm. to be doing right now in the situation that we're in. The, like, the reason why some of the big players are not coming to us at the moment because we're not quite there at the moment. We're not quite there at the moment. You know what I mean? Like Chelsea and Man United, they've got these pedigrees and, and they've got the finances and, and everything. And, to, you know, hopefully we we'll win the league this season. Maybe that will persuade more of those big players to come in the summer. And that will just start the trend. That will start, start the trend for me.
5: So score out of 10, just to round things off? If I'm honest, I'll say,
4: I'll say seven. I'll say yeah. solid seven. Simply yeah, because like, we strengthen strengthened in the positions that we need. Mm. It, you know, in a situation we're in. Now, if I had to think about who's going to win the league, I believe the title is Arsenal's to lose. It's Arsenal's to lose. Because we got, we got, we got, uh, we got momentum. We're in good form. We know exactly what we're doing. The players know what they're doing, and the manager knows what he's doing. Nobody should be doubting the manager whatsoever. None, absolute mm. none.
0: Mm.
5: Agreed, um, Wilson. Thank you so much. I appreciate your listenership and your passion and your commitment. It's been brilliant, yeah. mate. Thank you for coming on.
4: No worries. See, see you around, Tom.
5: See you later, mate. Have a good evening. Enjoy yourself. Bye bye. Much appreciate Wilson. Fantastic stuff. I love passionate fans uh, like Wilson. Really good to listen to their views and opinions and the chat box as well. has been fantastic. We've got a couple more guests to talk to this evening.
2: Uh, Bill's up next. Bill, how are you doing, Bill? Hey Tom, I'm doing great. Uh, happy that the uh, transfer window is almost over so that we can get back to uh, celebrating being top of the league without uh, all these distractions.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um I, I you know I I used to love the transfer window. <laughs> I used to love it. And I, it's really becoming working it especially it's, it's, it really does take its toll. Um Jorginho, talk to me. How do you feel? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, honestly, when I first heard the uh rumor that we were looking at him, I kind of had just a meh reaction to it. Mm. It yeah, mostly yeah. because we were still potentially in for Caicedo. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that was basically the perfect signing that we could have had, but the more I, the more it became reality, the more I kind of grew into it because especially once I heard the terms, it's a short, uh, contract, you know, months, we, yeah. we only need it. We only have him for 18 months. I, I mean, six months would have been more of a perfect, uh, contract, but there's no way he's going to sign for that. Um, uh, but Yeah, I think he gives us exactly what we need uh, to really push for the title, which if you're not going to get that guy who covers us both in the now and in the future, which Caicedo almost certainly would have done, I think the priority had to have been covering us for the now, which is uh, really what Jorginho does. Um, And the more I think about it, we were looking at Caicedo, we were looking at Mudrik, both of those were going to cost, if they were even going to be sold, north yeah. of 80, 90 million, uh, if not more. Uh, and looking at the three uh, signings that we got in this window, it, I think we got them in for less than 60. And yeah, yeah, yes. To... Yes,
5: definitely. Definitely.
2: Yeah. So if you had told it, honestly, I would have been surprised if we had. Bought one or two. I would have been surprised if we had bought two uh, players. I here.
5: remember. I remember when we did because you came on one of the previous uh, phone ins. Uh, I think it was it Truss, after Trossard.
2: Yeah.
5: And we were sitting there, and I remember a lot of us were saying like, "How many do you think we'll get?" And I think we're well, like, "This might be it." You know, right. <laughs> so It so might just be that,
2: The fact that we have three in in positions that uh, we really needed cover and. At least two of them are Premier League proven. They're ready to hop right in. Obviously, Trossard's shown that he's ready to just step right in. Uh, I, I really think this window has been better than we would have expected, uh, just from what we've uh, gotten in. Obviously, the big disappointment is that we're not getting our uh, first it, it, our first priorities, mm. but I really think when you look at the type of people we were going for, those are really summer signings. And I think people are forgetting, like, I I looked this morning, uh, and out of the big six, even like the top seven or eight, we... have brought in the most players this January. I mean, you look at other than City, the obvious. Well, of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> other than the money machine, uh, yeah. Todd Bully. But they're not uh, top six,
5: remember? So it's just a fair right. You're still and, right. I, yeah,
2: yeah, you get it, Yeah, we're not we're not talking about, you know, 10th place and below. And But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was looking at it and that's kind of what you would expect for a January window is one, maybe two signings if you're desperate. And we're seeing now that we're willing to bolster this squad to really push for the title, even if it's not, you know, our first priorities. Yeah. We saw last summer that, you know, we had our one priority that we were like, okay, if we can give Lavich, we'll go for him. We didn't, we got it. And then we didn't get anything. This time around, we have our priorities we want to go for these guys but if we can't get them we shifted we got someone in because we know the opportunity that we have in front of us and i think that's been really smart
5: yeah absolutely and in terms of a i mean i'm expecting a positive answer here but a score out of 10 for the window
2: i mean i've got to give it at least an 8 uh, obviously losing lekonga is going to be it, it's yeah, odd I but i that. i i think that's more for him than for us yeah i is. think he he really needed some time to just uh, get some minutes under him which he wasn't going to do especially if he was uh here with jorginho uh, and i mean we're shipping him off to patrick vieira so uh, mm. hopefully he gets some great experience there uh, but other than that I, the signings have been great for me so mm. definitely got to give it a solid eight
5: yeah, fair play. Uh, Bill, thank you so much. Uh, you got your own channel as well. Make sure to give it a shout out.
2: Uh, not not my own YouTube channel. It might be coming soon, but uh, I do have a uh, <laughs> blog, GoonerWorks.com, uh, yeah, that's where what I mean. post every once in a while. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter to see if and when I uh, post on there.
5: Lovely stuff. Thanks, Bill. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Speak to you soon. Yep. Have a good evening. Likewise, Tom. See you later. See ya. Bye-bye. Uh, lovely stuff. Uh, we're on to our final caller of the evening. Uh, he's waited very, very patiently indeed. It's Mohammed Saidu. Mohammed, you good. You well.
0: Hi, Tom, my friend. How are you after a long time? Yes, I waited very, very patiently to with you. No. <laughs>
5: it's a, it's a, it's a, I'm afraid it's a first come, first serve, and they like line up all along the bottom of my screen, and that people are very quick uh, to get into the show. So, to be fair, there's been a lot of people. I keep getting notifications off my screen saying people have been trying to join but can't get in because it's it's full. So, apologies for those that couldn't make it onto our, our phone. But, Mohammed, let's focus on yourself. Uh, Jorginho, January window, how are you feeling?
0: Look, uh, Tom, you know me. I'm realistic enough to analyze the situation as it is uh, always. I'm not against persons at all. Uh, and, uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, I love Arsenal, succeed. When I yesterday first heard uh, the name of Jorginho, I was mm-hmm. surprised. Surprised yeah. because I thought, okay, duty is off, but mm, there are some names that... We deserve better than Jorginho. For me, Jorginho, okay, is a serial winner, big character, uh, great experience, without uh, doubt. But I want to talk about Edo. You know, I think Edo uh, has done a good job with Arteta, mm. a successful pair. For me, uh, my point of view or my analysis about a player or a manager Uh, in general, is stable. It didn't change. Uh, To review back the beginning of last season, with the the three defeats and we were bottom of the league, I was always uh, on Arsenal lunch, uh, phone-in shows after the match with Lev and with the guys, and also with Harry. Mm -hmm. And during the storm, the storm, all Arsenal fans are saying, Arteta, my... My far or my different point of view was Arteta is a good manager. Mm-hmm. He will turn the situation around. We will have all our players back and it turned to be. Uh, and uh, you remember uh, we have a funny show with you last day of the summer transfer window. And mm-hmm. I was uh, gave you a shout that uh, Denis Zakaria, yes? Mm-hmm. And he didn't play the first two months with Chelsea, but in the last maybe one month or two months when he played, he was Mm. one of the best players for Chelsea in midfield. Uh, My criticism of Edo in in this January window, Tom, and in the last January window. So I'll start with summer. We didn't achieve all our goals. For me, we did half of, of our job. We got Zenchenko and Jesus, great deals. That's it. For me, that that's not enough. And I told you this last summer, it's not enough. Even Fie, Fabio Vieira, he's not delivering. Maybe we will wait a little You're bit. Quiet. Okay, okay, I I know, but he's not affecting the the team like Zenchenko and Jesus. So last mm-hmm. summer, it was obvious we needed a winger and another midfielder. And all the trusted uh, journalists say, when Pepe goes, Arsenal will sign Awengar. Okay, Pepe went to uh, French League, we didn't sign Awengar. Then the problem of the midfield, uh, the same mistake. Edo uh, waited last summer seven days after El Nene injury and came in the deadline day to Douglas Luiz and I told you then that Aston Villa didn't want to sell Douglas Luiz in deadline day. Mm. So we kept... We kept one bid, second bid, and, fifth, and uh, finally the deal is off and we didn't get. Modric deal. Modric deal, all about Edo, he failed massively, massively for me. For me, Tom, it's not about It's about certain criterias. Identifying the targets, then when to start negotiations Third, how to negotiate, ruthless or not. Modric was our prime target since last summer, and he was available for 40 or 45 million euros. Arsenal heard this number, they said no to, the, to Shakhtar. If we know this, this is a huge talent and will be our future, okay, get him in the summer. Okay, this is one thing. Uh, we started bidding for, for Modric uh, 25, uh, 25th of uh, December. Yeah. So it dragged on till the 16th of January. Mm. Mm. We wasted all the time on this deal, and we were not ruthless. We were alone in the deal. Chelsea was just monitoring us. Mm. If you fail, they, they will jump that. on. Yeah. And, and it happened because... Uh, some deals, Tom, you know, Shakhtar said 100 million euros. Okay. So, giving 40 plus 20, it rejected. Then, waiting a week to negotiate slowly. Then, 50 plus 20, rejected. In, in the, finally, finally, mm-hmm. we got to their price. Mm-hmm. I know Chelsea have more money than mm-hmm. us, but uh, in the final day, and i heard the interviews of chakter uh, president They say he said the same offer 70 million guaranteed plus 30 add ons the same offer arsenal as chelsea the difference is that chelsea was ruthless enough to travel and to sit with chakter officials for 9 consecutive hours and struck the deal the payment the structure of the payment for the 70 million were uh, convincing more than us and the 30 million add-ons were more achievable than Arsenal it's whom to blame for chelsea for modric failure deal why he didn't fly instead of chelsea before and struck the deal we have money we have money mm. but we, we must be ruthless to uh, to uh successfully our prime targets. When when I was waiting and you said this bre- breaking news that Chelsea now closed the Enzo Fernandez deal. A really bad feeling mm. because we are top of the league, not Chelsea. Mm. And Chelsea getting Modric over us and then and then then Enzo Fernandez to of the top, top, top young talent in the world, not only in in Europe. Why Arsenal, Arsenal fans deserve, deserve at least one of them. We are Mm -hmm. now top of the league. We didn't sit on this position for many years. So, uh, failing with Modric deal, is all about Edo for me. Then, about Rosa. I told you before. One year ago, one and a half, Two years ago, I loved Rossard. and I, I, I was. He must be buzzing. My, then we got him. Yes, for me, I said to you, he will be a fantastic uh, addition to uh, for wow. us. And you said to me, okay, he's good player, but maybe you can get better. Mm. Okay, now I'm very happy with Rossard. But concerning the midfield, why we are waited until Alniny injury to move? Like last summer. Exactly, Tom. OK, Eleni injured, and we had seven or eight days or more uh, to the January closer. For Caicedo, uh, another uh, small point, but it's important. And Tom, you didn't mention it about Caicedo. You said that, okay, Arsenal gave 660 and 70, and uh, what to do more, and Brighton. But the main point you didn't mention why we moved for Caicedo four days or five days only before the closure of the window this is the main point
5: yeah this yeah. is that i did say that to be fair i have yeah, said yeah. i said we've been too slow i said yeah in reflection the mudrick deal is i look at it as a mistake because and the reason why i look at it as a mistake now is because the amount of money we've bid for Caicedo after spending 49 million pounds on Kivior and Trossard, it clearly means we have the money. So why didn't we go in and just buy Mudrik? Because the money's there. That That's, that's the big issue for me in this window, is that there's no defence for us not getting Mudrik. There's none. You can't. When, I, when, yes. we, when we missed out on Mudrik and I came on the phone and show, I was I completely agree. unaware of how much money we had, right? And if we're going to go and bid... 70 million uh, euros guaranteed plus 20-something in add-ons, which was slightly short of Chelsea's. I'm sorry, but I hold my hands up from that phone-in show. You can go an extra 10 million euros if you are then going to try and bid an absurd amount of money for Caicedo just less than a week or, or just over a week or so later. So yes, there is there is contradiction in this window from Arsenal. There is mistakes from Edu in this window. I You know, I'm absolutely... Holding my hands up to say that. Believe me,
0: believe me, Tom. Believe me. If we, we, if we bid for Caicedo at the beginning of the window, Brighton will sell because they have all the time. I I, maybe.
5: Maybe. Maybe.
0: It's logic. But uh, in the final days, they said no, no. So no is no. Why Edo kept first bid, then negotiating, then second bid, and they said Mm. no, no. And the the window came to closure. Where is what is the where is so our option?
5: Are you done with him now?
0: Are you done uh, with no him? no 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 no? Just okay. just uh, just to have. Uh, I think he and Arteta are doing a great job, but okay. this this point, these specific points, Tom, are important to mention. Yeah, I agree. Because to learn from in the future and mm-hmm. and about the midfielders, uh, Arsenal. Uh, could go to Brighton. He is on the market or not. He's not on the market. Okay, I will see my choices. And my choices, Muhammad's choices, is Onana, and I and, and I think Onana for 50 million, we can get, get him. For me, Yunus Musa, I'm convinced that he's a huge, huge, huge talent. I know he's, he's playing six and eight. He can play six. He played at the World Cup with the, the U.S., at the number six uh, position, he was fantastic. I think for me, he's only 20, our academic graduate. For me, I see him a long-term replacement for, for party. The third name, he was available at the beginning of the window, Sofian Amrabat. Fiorentina set 40 million euros price for him. Today, Barcelona tried to sign him, Fiorentina said no, not on deadline day. He was available at the beginning of, of the window, so onana Yunus Musa, Amrabat, the, uh, the third uh, choices for me, and maybe Telemans come after them. So, <laughs> so for me, for me, those those choices, Tom, mm. would be achievable in this window.
5: Yeah, yeah, and, so and I, for me and yes, I say I take on board the points, and I think that what I liked when I said are you, are you, are you, are you out based upon everything? that? Because I think you've raised valid criticisms and you said no. But I like that because not because obviously it, it agrees with the position I'm in, but because you can be critical without going A, mad and B, without yes. raising
0: silly points. No, C, I want him to, to continue his job with Arteta. Yeah, yeah. To and that's why, that's why I value but the opinion. That's why I value the criticism. From our errors, from yeah. our mistakes. We can't be not ruthless enough because now money is flooding uh, the transfer market. And if we are, Tom, my feeling is that if we are top of the league and we can't get one or two huge, our top signing, mm-hmm. our primary, when we will get it? When? And Chelsea, okay, they have money, but they are 10th in the league. And they, they are getting Enzo Fernandez and Modric. Really, really hard feeling. Really. Yeah. And to close, for next, uh, I hope we will continue doing well uh, in the second part of the season, but for, concerning the summer transfer window. For me, I hope to, to see either Calcedo or Rice. For me, I can't see both both of them. that
5: would be pretty uh, incredible if we did, yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I think it's not realistic for one of them at the number six, we, will, we must try to get one of them, and uh, left side, uh, left centre-back, uh, left uh, midfield in Chaka place, for me, for me. I Madison is, is, is a dream signing, for me. And Newcastle want, wanted him this window, and last window, and they will return to, to him next window. So for me, Madison, the place of Chaka, to compete with him. We must look at him, and either Rice or Caicedo and number six, and for me, adding also another explosive winger, Modric type, between practices in the uh, uh, attacking department, maybe Fresneda. To be more complete team, to, mem- yeah. to and to compete, Tom, for all the titles, we must be ruthless, going for the top targets and getting them not to fail time after time mm. so, if we win the, if we win point. the league
5: this season if we win the league this season there is no excuse for arsenal not getting their top target in the summer, you know, we should. You've got the reputation, you've got the financial side of things because we didn't spend the big money on Caicedo now, so it's still going to be there in the summer. You know, you're going to have arguably more money because we'll have Champions League football guaranteed for next season. You're looking at selling Pepe, Maitland Niles potentially, following Balogun potentially, Kieran Tierney, um, Sambi Lokonga, Nuno Tavares. You know, we might have a lot of money to spend in the summer still. There's no excuse not to get those top targets. Mohamed, I have to you're wrap me. Up.
0: you. You reminded me of the Sambi point. For me, it's a big mistake to let Sambi now leave. Yeah, I don't really get it. Now. I, now I, I get it. Me?
5: There's yes. only one reason that he can go. That there's only one reason why I think he can go, and that's because he's clearly unhappy, and they don't necessarily want an unhappy squad member. That's the only
0: reason I can think of to, to let him go. Because... Number-wise, Tom, number-wise, uh, we were uh, waiting for another midfield because El got injured. Mm. So... We got him, and we we allowed Sambi to move out. So, we we are still short, number-wise, in midfield. So, uh, to cover, to be more cover and more depth enough, I prefer that Sambi will continue until the end of the season, and next season, okay, move him out, loan him, or even sell him next season. But now, it's a dangerous situation at a critical point in in the season. So, we are short, and Neni will be absent for... Maybe two months or three months. So it's a danger. Just jo- Jorginho and party. So, so the, this point and uh, the the point Tom you raised, even God forbid if we don't win the league, we are um, in on a um, uh, successful track now. Yeah,
5: a progressive so, so
0: even next summer, we will be attractive team. Attractive yeah. club mm-hmm. for players. Because they saw, they saw this season what you have done on the pitch and off the pitch. Uh, youngest squad in the league, uh, great result, great performances. So I hope we win the dream title. And even if not, we, we came to a good point and we, will not, we must uh, not look behind us. So the Georginio deal, we thought that we, we learned from our mistakes uh tom that we committed in the last uh, few years getting Steiner, socrates william the players 30 plus mm. so so for some for some fans including me i think it's maybe maybe it's a uh, backward step not a forward step
5: okay so i i don't see it that i do see it as a forward step i think that you know, Jorginho is, is much better than El Nini, and I think he's much better than, uh, Lukonga, um, to come in to replace Partey. And I think that at the start of the window, we set out knowing that we needed a midfielder and we knew that we needed a forwards and very few of us asked for it, but we probably did need a, be- a backup left center or a competitive option at left centre-back. And I think we've gone out and achieved those three things. They're not the players that we wanted primarily. And that's a problem that hopefully will be addressed in the summer. But, if you compare this window to January of 2022, where we made a, a mistakes that ultimately cost us Champions League qualification, mm-hmm. I think we've done what, we've, what we've, do, we've tried in this window to do business, which is going to push onto the title. Mohamed, I am going to have to wrap things up there. Thank you so much for coming on. Very briefly, I want a one-word answer. Out of 10, what do you rate the window?
0: Six and a half for it, Trossard, is the main deal mm-hmm. for us uh, this winter. I have pleasure to talk with you. I Thank hope to talk with you also always, uh, Tom, soon. Uh, all the best. Success for you and for Harry also.
5: Of course. Thank you, Mohammed. Much appreciate your time, mate, Thank as you. always. Thank you. Uh, much appreciate all of our guests uh, that have come on today's phone-in show. Appreciate everybody that takes the time to jump on. Thank you for the kind comments that I've seen going in the chat. Was a couple of super chats quickly. Rahul said, uh, would have loved Arsenal to make a run for Enzo Fernandez." Wow, 120 million euros um, would have been a hell of an investment uh, to see that happen. Uh, Zakaria says uh, no party alternative. Jorginho and Xhaka as two sixes with Mohamed El, uh, Matt, sorry, uh, Martin Odegaard as 10. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, if Partey's out, that obviously seems like the, the the group that it would be. Whether or not it would be as two sixes, I don't know. I think Jorginho has obviously played deep six uh, on his own for some time. Um, already at Chelsea and for Italy, to be fair as well. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll only know if this has been a successful window come the end of the season. We will only know if this window was a success, if whatever happens with Partey, if he gets injured, if he comes in um, and, he's, and he you know covers him well, if he makes mistakes, if he's not good enough. It would change how we view this window, uh, and so it's, it's it's very unfair of me to always ask people for their ratings out of ten for Windows because we don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going on. I'm excited the window's closed um, because it means that, you know, this kind of chaos is not going to be there. But uh, the 8 a.m. shows will, of course, still uh, be there. Uh, If you've made that a part of your morning routines, uh, don't fear. We'll be back, of course, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., to discuss, of course, the fallout from deadline day and look ahead to the game against Everton at the weekend. Mikel Arteta's press conference is on Friday. I'm going to be there, so it would be interesting to ask Arteta some stuff about the fallout to the window as well. Um, so, yes, lots of stuff to be excited about, lots of games to come. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I will see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal.